Tonight we will examine concepts that may challenge your perception of the world around you. Strange creatures, chilling tales, and the occasional conspiracy. Here on our show, we will attempt to provide you with paranormal insight. From the files of Scary, this is Case 1. Scary was formed in 2009, and our first case followed not a report, not an invitation to investigate, but a legend. And the legend was this. At a local college in the 1970s, a brand new theater complex was built. The legend goes like this. It's the first week of the first ever performance at this new theater. Attending the performance was a young couple clad in tuxedo and gown. They looked like everyone else there, a little bit younger maybe, but their patrons were all basically dressed up for the event. Well, the ballet ends, rousing applause, standing ovation, multiple calls on stage, a thank you speech to those who were in attendance and to generously give if they like what they see, and so on and so forth. And when the final announcements are done, everyone house lights go up, everyone stands up to leave, and this young man stands at the very front of the auditorium, still in the audience, and yells as loud as he can for everyone's attention to the front of the theater. So everyone entertains him. And they say, oh, is this something new? What's happening? But they're intrigued. So he says, hey, hey, everyone, may I have your attention, please? And he introduces his girlfriend. This is my girlfriend, so-and-so. And then he gets on one knee. And in front of this crowd of at least 300 people and it was to capacity anyway this young man proposes and everyone's clapping clapping and then the clapping slows and slows further and suddenly there's dead silence in this theater as they're waiting for this young lady to give a response because she's stunned she's taken aback hand over the mouth Mouth agape. <laughs> and she finally says, I'm sorry. No. Now, she doesn't yell it out. Just the acoustics of the place allows for someone talking in a normal voice to carry. <laughs> and everybody heard her deny him. He stands clearly stricken by this and he has tears in his eyes and he pleads with her in a softer voice and she delicately pulls away and runs off in one direction and he runs off in the other and it's a little heartbreaking there's a definitely a bummer vibe to the night so um a little bit later 
the last dregs of people who are, you know, they, they closed the little, they used to have a bar up front. They closed that down. A few hangers on are still there. And then they see this black and white object fall. Apparently the police are called out. Clearly a suicide. And it was the young man who made the proposal earlier that evening. After that event, there was reported sounds of a man clearly crying. A man, male voice crying. Um, asking the question, why? And doesn't she love me? Being heard ethereally throughout the upper floors of this mezzanine, you know, the mezzanine and all that other stuff in the theater. Cause that's where he ran to in order to make the, make the plunge. So he reportedly still haunted the location. Now we couldn't get inside the theater at the particular time. Uh, uh, we went, uh, there were no shows going on. Mind you, this is in 2009 now. And, um, research did not reveal a police report to back up this legend operating on the fact that the legend one was so persistent and two, so many witnesses came forward over the years telling of how they kept hearing this ethereal male voice crying out, asking why, and doesn't she love me and all that fun stuff. And even on occasion, a passing scream coming from high above down to the floor level just outside the lobby. So there was definitely activity reported related to this individual. But again, no police reports. Nothing. I did a thorough amount of research trying to verify this legend to no avail. I informed my team of this, and it was myself, Henry Wiewzowski, and two young psychics that we had with us. One named Farah, and the other one I can't recall off the top of my head. Her name will come back to me later. I explain, okay, research indicates this never happened. However, the legend persists. So we're going to investigate a legend tonight. We may not get anything. In fact, don't expect to get anything. Well, we start in the uh, sunset hours. And there is something of an energy. But we don't get anything. No, no responses on playback. Nothing's happening. And we're about to wrap up. We've gone from 6.45 p.m. to approximately 9... 9 p.m., maybe a little bit later, maybe closer to the 10. And we're doing a final EVP session in the lobby. Uh, in the, I'm sorry, in the foyer outside the lobby, uh, outside the theater. Um, and my one of my young psychics, Farah, asks a question. And here's that audio. Oh, where, you're, where you are? Did you hear it? I'll let you listen to it one more time. Oh, where you're where you are? 
much to our surprise, we caught something. Now, not everybody hears it, but if you listen, there's a constant noise in the background. That's a fountain that's in a sunken garden in front of the theater complex. But within the noise of the fountain, you clearly hear a human voice saying words in English. And the words that we determined not only verify that there was a spirit there, but it was an intelligent haunting. This entity <laughs> mentions the young psychic's name who's asking the question. What we hear is, I'm right next to you, Farah. Or where, you're, where you are. Did you hear it that time? I'm right next to you, Farah. Well, to our exceptional delight, we on playback heard that and lost our little minds. We were so happy to have caught something. Not only did we prove that there was an entity there, but we proved that there, well, prove. I don't, we didn't prove that the event in the legend actually happened because we never really got a response to any of our other questions, um, including who the young man was who committed suicide. Uh, nor did we confirm that that entity who did speak the Pharaoh was indeed that individual. Suffice it to say, that property has seen a lot of death over the years. It was formerly a ranch. And who's to say what happened to ranch hands, staff, even the family who lived there? I know they were, while well off, they did have their share of tragedy throughout the years, both you know, in the household and as far as the staff and workers went too. Ranching can be dangerous. However, the feeling, if we're going to use that as a methodology to identify who this person was, felt more, dare I say, modern. So, left with those conclusions, I invite you to draw your own conclusions. Now, this is a very short episode, and I, I do realize this is probably not the greatest thing you've ever heard in your life, but I submit to you that we, on our very first case, touched the ethereal plane, made contact with an entity that not only was intelligent, but could learn who we were, could hear us, and that's something to consider. This has been case one, a very short recounting by yours truly, lead investigator for the team, the Seekers of California for Ethereal Research and Investigation, or SCARY for short, with an I. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll have more for you next time. Thank you for watching and listening. Please click the subscribe button and activate notifications for future episodes and other content. On Spotify, please don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you have a paranormal experience that you would like to discuss on the show, please email us at paranormal.insight.com podcast at gmail.com.
That's paranormal.insight.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.